welcome to the first ever episode of the Howlin' Hoops podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Edwards, and I am ready to attack this basketball season with you guys for NC State. I graduated from NC State a few years ago, and so I'm a big basketball fan already, and I'm very, very excited to go through this season with you guys, uh, kind of break down games, you know, look forward to other games, and just kind of give my take on what I think, you know, NC State basketball is all about. I'm ready to kind of take this journey with you guys for sure. So let me start by kind of getting into the exhibition game on November 1st. Uh, so I was in attendance and I kind of got to see a little bit of what went on and just kind of want to provide a little bit of my my take on what kind of transpired throughout the game. Um, you know, as far as last season went, you know, last season we kind of, we definitely, you know, got a lot of, a lot of good things happening um, for us, you know, with the Terquavion Smith and Jarkel Joyner really kind of being the lead vocals of our backcourt um, and then kind of just propelling our front court to, you know, play a lot better. Um, that was a really big need that I think people didn't realize, people probably realized that we needed at, at some point in NC State basketball because we've definitely had some years where, Things kind of didn't go our way, and the year prior we had lost like a you know a record of twenty games or something like that, and so there was really it was all in all disappointing that previous year, and you know for us to kind of finish the way we did last year, I think was definitely a a step up, and uh, people appreciated it for you know kind of what we went through. Um, so as far as kind of going into this exhibition game, you know, coming off such of a almost a, pre a pretty big high last year, you know, winning an ACC tournament game and, you know, unfortunately not beating Clemson, but obviously still kind of going on on a pretty high note for, you know, in NC State standards, I guess you could say. Um, with this exhibition game, it was kind of hard. Obviously with the, any exhibition game, it's going to be a little hard to kind of see where that's where this season will progress you know it's first game people are getting you know kind of getting the feel of you know the real basketball they're not they're not really you know they've only done practices throughout the summer so that they're really not getting any game time experience I think the exhibition game is a good thing for that and so that was really good to kind of see people get acclimated trying to find their role you know where are they going to be playing and everything and so it'll be an interesting thing to see come game one what our team ends up looking like um like I said before you know from last year you know now not having Turquavion and Jarkel um it'll be an interesting thing to kind of look at to see who is going to be that next guy who will there even be a guy you know will we have somebody that you know averages you know 17 18 points a game which is what we did which was what those guys did last year um, and we might not, I mean, from, even from that exhibition game, it really kind of showed me that we have a more balanced attack as far as people scoring. It's not going to be one or two players every game. You know, maybe a lot of people can, you know, pick up the slack for maybe a big score that maybe doesn't have a good game. And so that can be really reassuring, um, for a team that really doesn't know what they're true identity is yet because you know with losing you know a bunch of good players from last year bringing in a bunch of new transfers and it's really going to be I feel like it's going to be a very interesting year just to kind of see how we 
respond to adversity and how we respond in moments where, you know, things might not be looking our way or how we're able to respond in this uh, way of being able to um, fill voids and fill fill gaps in our lineup. Um, so that'll be very interesting to see. Uh, Casey Morcell and DJ Burns, you know, we're so glad to have those guys back. They're a huge, huge part of our uh, of our team last year. And that was really, really just a great thing for us to kind of have and, you know, just to have other options and not just solely rely on Jarkel and uh, Terquavion. Um, but they definitely need to be the vocal leaders this year. I know Jarkel and Terquavion were, even though, you know, Jarkel was a grad transfer, but, you know, Terquavion's a sophomore, they both were, I think, our vocal leaders on the team. And they were really the catalysts for kind of sparking our team to kind of get the ball rolling and making sure that we were, you know, doing the right things and executing on a high level. Um, so I definitely would love to see Casey Morcell and DJ Burns kind of take that responsibility. And, you know, I want to see them be those vocal leaders. Um, it'll be very, I'm very looking forward to that. I really want to see them kind of, you know, take an extra step in their role and understand that, you know, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to, I can sacrifice this and this for the team and maybe sacrifice, you know, three or four three point shots like Casey Morcell probably had last year because he had a bunch of, you know, Jarkel and uh, Turquavion kind of fish, uh, de- uh, fish, uh, feeding him the ball and, you know, dishing out to him in the corner. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the same as last year for him, but I definitely think that he can make a pretty big impact on our squad this year, um, more than he has already, which, you know, we're very grateful for him for sure. And he's also a fantastic defender. I'm not going to discredit him on that either. I mean, we, he is one of our best defenders. Um, he was a really great defender last year, and I'm, I'm excited to kind of see where he goes from there. And as far as DJ Burns, you know, we all love DJ. I mean, DJ is that guy. He is he is him. I mean, as, as much as I don't love saying that phrase, he is him. And he is uh, he's something, he is a guy, he is going to be our reliable guy. I mean, as, as long as he can stay out of foul trouble, we will be in games, I think, for all year long. I mean, the, the guy, the guy, truthfully, he did get, you know, hosed on some, some questionable foul calls last year. I won't get into too much of that, but for all my all my basketball fans, you could probably you know understand what you know he had to kind of deal with. But he uh, I, he will be a very big part of our team again this year, and I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing what he does as far as uh, as far as this season progresses and everything. So I'm excited for that. Um, I can, so I'm gonna get into a little bit of the transfers now that we uh, have on our team. Um, so I'll kind of start with uh, Jaden Taylor. So I, when I watched him on the exhibition game, you know, obviously with minutes and everything, it's kind of hard to, you know, tell, you know, in these little minutes that these guys play, you know, who are they going to gel with properly? Who is, are they going to, you know, obviously this is all get, you know, resolved and maybe hopefully before midseason. But um, as far as the exhibition game, it's just kind of getting that feel of what we're going to be able to do and who's going to be able to play who with who, who's going to, you know, gel well with one another. And so it'll be very interesting to kind of see that. Um, but as far as Jaden Taylor goes, you know, I liked what I saw from him. He's a, 
he seems like a really good player. He he seems to be able to score um, at will. He got a lot of open three point shots. He he shoots the ball pretty well. I think um, he he did shoot the ball pretty well from what I remember uh, seeing on uh, on the exhibition game. I I was looking up his stats uh, from Butler where he's tra- where he's transferred from, and as his uh, three point percentage was there was about thirty one percent. So about a little less than one out of every three three pointers will go in. I think he did make like probably three or four in the exhibition game. So that was that was nice to see him kind of you know get a feel for PNC and you know kind of sw- get into the swing of things. And so that was really reassuring for that for sure. And um, so he might you know he could be our next three point shooter besides Casey. You know if he gets that opportunity. But I mean. As far as just even in the exhibition game, I think I would say he is one of the one of the couple um, guys that have already made a big. I've uh, already kind of fit there into their role on this team, and so I'm, I'm excited for him to kind of keep progressing and you know providing valuable minutes for our squad. Um, the freshman, actually, we can go into the freshman now. Dennis Parker Jr. I have him on this list, so. Um, when I watched him, he actually, I'm not totally, um, how, how do I, like, it was interesting, it was actually not bad to see him out there, like, he actually looked like he was holding his own really well, and, um, I think he made some really good plays, um, both offensively, offensively and defensively, so I'm really, really actually excited to see him develop over the course of this year, kind of be ingrained in that ACC basketball kind of feel. And I really am looking forward to him kind of, you know, seeing where he can fit in this team. I don't know what it's going to be like as far as – I don't know if he'll end up starting or if he'll be kind of like, you know, sixth man off the bench. Um, but I do think that he can provide exceptional valuable minutes on our squad if he is able to, um, you know, kind of produce well. And, you know, he's – a He's one of those guys, you know, he was pretty highly recruited, you know, in high school. So he he's got a he's got a resume for sure. Um so it'll be interesting to see kind of where that goes and I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited for him. Um you know, Lord willing that we don't have any injuries this year. I think I think Dennis Parker could be a could be a very valuable asset to this to this team. Um Everybody, uh, so everybody's obviously questioning what MJ Rice is going to be doing. Um, we don't know, kind of. Obviously, I'm. Most of us are kind of still in the dark about what you know where he's going to be um, as far as this season goes. Um, the tra- can- uh, Kansas transfer, but he, I would love to. Obviously, everybody would love to see him this year. I just obviously we don't have enough, you know, information at our disposal yet to kind of really make a decision or really understand what kind of where he's going to be um and if he will end up even playing this year so I, I know i know all i know is that he would be a valuable asset as well i know i know he could be you know a pretty dominant force on our squad uh if he could if he can play um but you know only time will tell so um as far so then the next player i kind of got down here is uh muhammad diara so he I was very impressed with him uh, personally. I he, I think he and DJ will complement each other exceedingly well this year. 
Um, he definitely showed to me just in that little little exhibition game, even though you know sometimes it's hard to tell, he actually seemed to be able to hold his own really well. And you know, being that big and being that physical and that strong, he actually has a lot of you know finesse, and you know, it kind of he's kind of like DJ with his little finesse shots in the in the paint and everything, and it's really it's really encouraging to kind of see that. And I even think he made a three pointer too, which was like pretty awesome. Um, I was watching a little bit of film from his time at Missouri, and I did see he did make a few three pointers here and there. Um, obviously, he shot it at twenty five percent in his uh, first year or first year there but you know that that doesn't really mean anything if you only take like you know a couple but um you know it, it might it might spark a little bit of you know fire in us if he like randomly hits one one time which would be kind of cool honestly I think the crowd would go absolutely ballistic and in like a game against Carolina if he hits one and you know I mean you gotta love that atmosphere against Carolina in PNC it's it's, it's unmatched I think in my opinion um, so I'm very excited to see where he ends up uh, kind of fitting his role into into our lineup. Um, he seems to play with a lot of passion and a lot of effort. I saw him get like a chase down block, and that was really encouraging to see because even in a exhibition game, he's still going to go hard, and he's still going to you know hustle and you know play with a lot of grit. And I and I already love love that about him. So I'm really looking forward to him and uh, DJ kind of complimenting each other very well. Uh, next guy I got down here is a DJ Horn. Um, DJ looks like our he looks like a pretty natural point guard. I, I think he can lead this offense to a lot of success. Um, so I'm really um, that's that should that's pretty hopeful to have him um, on our squad. I know he he played pretty well at uh, Arizona State the last couple of years. Um, Definitely going to be a guy we want on the free throw line. He, I think, is shooting around 83-84% for his uh, college career. So that is very encouraging. We'd love to see that. I think that's going to be a big, big point in our games is if our guys can shoot free throws down the stretch. Um, I know we've had a lot of issues in the past, and last year wasn't horrible. Um, I can talk about last year's stats in a little bit. But um, as far as that goes, I mean... 83% free throw line. I mean, that's, I mean, that's almost cash. I mean, especially at the college level, like that's, that's very, very good. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him. He's got good three point percentage too. He's shooting about 38% on his career. Um, so he'll be another guy that, you know, he could probably channel a, He could probably be like a Jarkel where he, you know, can make stuff happen off the dribble and, you know, maybe do a pull up three every now and then. So, I think uh, in that exhibition game that I watched, I think it was it was a lot. I don't feel like we really settled for a lot of three pointers, which you know obviously we have a, we had bigger guys than Mount Olive did. But I will say that I loved not seeing us settle for a three point jump shot when we could have um, got something a little bit better. So that was very very encouraging to see that even though it was against that those guys it's it's good to kind of build in good habits and not just settle for jumpers when you don't really need them and obviously that's just what i think but what do i know you know um ben middlebrooks 
So I think he'll be a good role player, um, a little Clemson transfer. Uh, I think I'm, I'm still want to see a little bit more from him, but I will say that um, he is definitely going to be that guy that comes in when DJ needs a rest. He needs He's that guy that's going to get you defensive and offensive rebounds. I think he knows his role already. He's going to be that guy that just definitely is not going to be that 25-point scorer. And I think he also knows that internally. Um, but even in the exhibition game, I did see him like, you know, he's he's crashing the offensive glass. He's he's trying to get offensive rebounds and everything. And I think that's kind of something we've been missing for a little while at NC State is kind of guys that are willing to go up and get that those offensive rebounds. I know um, uh, Ernest Ross is very good at that as well. And so I think him and Ernest Ross are – going to be those big, big guys that are able to get those offensive rebounds, create second, third possessions, which, you know, it might come down to that in a game where we might need a second, third possession, and, you know, those guys can be valuable in getting that for us. So I'm very excited for that. Um, Kind of with returning players, I obviously talked about, you know, Marcel and uh, Burns, but actually I can go back to um, the, the Michael O'Connell the Stanford transfer. Before I go back into um, returning players, let me just quickly go to uh, O'Connell for a second. So O'Connell, I'm not really, not really sold on that guy yet. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm very, a, a lot of question marks still. Um, he, I was looking, I, I kind of looked him up. I was doing some research, doing some scouting on this guy and he doesn't have terrible numbers. I mean, he he's not like a super strong three-point shooter, but he's not the worst. Um, he provides a lot of, I mean, he in his career, he's provided about three assists a game, which isn't horrible. Um, I did, however, see and kind of did a little bit of research and saw that he is actually, his turnover percentage is about 22%. Um, and that is not, not ideal because his assist percentage is about 18%. So that basically means that this guy's going to, I mean, on paper, this guy's going to average more turnovers than assists. And even in the exhibition game, I did see a couple plays where I was just scratching my head thinking what, like, is, is the this guy's, I think, just trying to do too much. Like, I think he's just trying to solidify a certain role that he wants on the team. And I just don't know if that is going to be the right thing to do in that situation. I think it just, he was trying to throw a couple one-handed passes that ended up, you know, being a turnover and everything. And so, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold on him yet. I, I am hoping that he, you know, develops into the player that we want him to be this year. And I think he will be. Um, just the the exhibition game was a little tough, I'm not going to lie. So um, there was really, that was my big issue with um, O'Connell. Uh, but, like, the problem, the, the crazy thing is, is, like, you know, he will, you know, go in for, I don't know, throw, like, a one-handed pass, get intercepted, and then they'll, score then they'll get a bucket on the other end of transition and then he'll get the ball and he'll dribble the ball down the court because he was playing a lot of uh you know backup point guard i think 
He's dribbling the ball up the court, and then he makes a great move and drives to the basket and gets a layup. So you're kind of like, now you're like, oh, great. Now I'm conflicted on this guy. Like, what? what how am I supposed to react to this? So um, so he definitely has, you know, good parts about his game. So those things I'm looking forward to for sure, whether or not he makes the right pass all the time. You know, obviously nobody's going to make the right pass every time because nobody's perfect, but... I do believe that Michael O'Connell will be able to kind of find his groove later on. I'm, you know, fingers crossed, hope to die, but it is what it is. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. We'll we'll see how it goes. All these new guys kind of learning Keats' system. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how Keats kind of you know f- blends them all together and you know creates a creates a good squad for us. Um, so as far as kind of returning players go. With this exhibition game, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what role you know L.J. Thomas and Breon Pass are gonna have you know as they're returning. Um, I mean, Breon and Breon had some good plays. Breon is obviously a great defender. You know, they're both great defenders. L.J. and Breon are. They, I mean, they they provided a good few minutes last year on our team where they were on defense and you know they knew their role. They're not gonna score every point. Um, but they played a valuable role in being great defensive players, and they, you know, would get a few steals here and there, and that was really encouraging to kind of see that, um, because just to give us, you know, more life on defense and everything, and that was kind of something I wasn't super impressed with as far as the exhibition game, where, you know, obviously we're trying to get into the swing of things, but the defense was a little shaky. I'm not gonna lie; it just did not look great. And then we get, obviously gave up like a couple, you know, trash gets at the end of the game. But to kind of make that game a little bit closer than it should have been. But I will say, like, there were a few possessions on defense I was very, I was just really scratching my head about because you know it just looked like we were half-assing it a little bit and it just didn't seem like people were putting in a lot of effort on defense everybody was just trying to get the ball and score just to see how many points we could score it didn't really matter about the defensive side of the ball yes it's an exhibition game i know blah 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 whatever but i'm a big proponent about defense when it comes to acc basketball because if you can't obviously you're not going to score on every possession but it's about how you respond on defense and I think because NC State was so good at defense last year, truthfully, I believe that we were a really great defensive team last year. Um, despite losing, you know, eleven games, I think we still played really well in those. In in most games, I think it was only a couple games where we lost the turnover battle and. Even if we didn't lose the turnover battle, we would still find we would still end up losing a game, which is you know that's going to happen. You know that that's just how it's that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. But it's good to kind of you know play that good defense that can lead into the offense because that's what Keats' style is all about. Truthfully, it's about the run and gun. You know, play great defense to get transition offense. We don't really have a half court offense set and. I think that's just honestly the Keats Keats way, and truthfully, I don't know if I love it or not. I think it can work in some aspects, but I mean, in 
I think, I mean, as you, as we, as all NC State fans know from, you know, this past basketball season, um, our little friend from Clemson, Brandon Galloway, talking about how, you know, NC State is the, the best team to play against because all we do is play uh, street ball and pick up. And it's like they we don't run an offense or we don't really play defense. And so they're, we're the easiest team to play against in the ACC. And that kind of that kind of hurt when he said that because it, it hurt because it's low-key true. And <laughs> it's, it's the, it was an issue, I think, that we had sometimes where we wouldn't really know how to play certain people because we were just trying to play a lot of isolation one-on-one ball. And I kind of saw that a little bit in the exhibition game too where it's just like, we're going back to this isolation offense where it doesn't always work out. And then you kind of see these other teams that have success on offense. It's like, they're not, yes, they might get, they might recruit really good players, but they're still running off like offensive sets. And I know that, you know, yes, the NBA doesn't run offensive sets or, I mean, they might run like motion plays, but it's not anything insane. And it's a lot of isolation ball. And I understand that that's, a lot of NBA, but you know, this is college players and this is, it's a war every single possession. And so I think if you need to, if you want to be successful, especially in ACC ball, which I think has kind of taken a little bit of a dip compared to, you know, big 12 and big 10 uh, schools. Um, obviously people, we can all, we can debate this for hours, but it's taken a little bit of a dip, but you know, ACC, when you think of college basketball, you think of ACC, you think of the top, the, the best of the best. And so at this rate, I think we just need to be, a, we just need to identify those weaknesses that we do have on the defensive side of the ball. That way, you know, we can attack in transition and in our offensive sets. I'm hoping for a little bit more of half court offensive sets this year. Um, you know, a man can only hope, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so that's just kind of like my, my thought process as far as, you know, the, the exhibition game and just what this season's going to look like. Um, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm excited though. I'm, I'm excited for the season. I was excited last year. You know, I really like seeing these new transfer guys come in and, you know, kind of make a name for themselves. If they didn't feel like they were successful at other places, you know, come into a bigger school, bigger atmosphere, more people are going to be on your side. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be a really, really another another fun season. At least I'm hoping so. So, all right. So let's get into some uh, stats from last year, and I'll kind of go by the numbers just to kind of give you guys, you know, maybe some spots where we, you know, maybe had some strengths, maybe had some weaknesses, and how we can use those weaknesses and turn them into strengths uh, for this upcoming season. So. Last year's stats, you know, I'm looking at it, you know, so Taquavion ad- averaged about 18 points a game, which was our, you know, he was our leading scorer. And then you had Jarkel, who was at 17. So, you know, you have a, you're missing a, two key guys right there that are, you know, that were valuable members and would help us get a lot of points. I mean, it was basically, I felt like last year was just us competing to see who could basically score more instead of who could play better defense. Um Although we did play great defense, I'm not going to lie. Um, so then, obviously, after Joyner, uh, Burns at 12.5 points a game and Marcel at 11.8. So our two top scorers, you know, they both averaged double digits. Um, but 
from what I saw in the exhibition game, like I said before, it looks like we have a pretty balanced scoring attack. So I don't know if we'll need a person that averages about 18 points a game. Um, but if we can get three, four, sometimes even five guys that can get 12 to 15, or, like, or anywhere from 10 to anywhere from 10 to 15 points a game, we can be a very dangerous team. And I'm very, very much looking forward to that and kind of seeing how Keats can utilize all of these guys that have had success in other places and bring them together on this team to be a unified front. So it should be very interesting. Um, one thing I wanted to cover on the on our defensive side, which was very interesting. So I did research for you guys so you don't have to go look this up, but... Our defense last year, so our team as total, we committed 314 turnovers over the course of the 36-ish games that we had. Um, we, which is not a whole, which, I mean, if you really think about it, it's not a, it's not a, a lot, but it's not a little bit either. Um, there were a lot of games that we, it kind of helped because one game, like, there were a few games last year where we only had, like, two turnovers, um, and so we really took care of the ball well, we, um, we would get a lot of stuff in transition, um, and so I think with the, our turnover margin, or ratio, I guess you could say, is, um, you know, we, I don't think we turned the ball over as much, because this, it was a lot, sometimes a lot of isolation ball, so one person just doing the dribbling, it wasn't a lot of offensive motion sets, um, obviously that could probably, those turnover numbers could be up if you kind of do a, uh, offensive set, but maybe they won't, and that will just kind of be something we have to see for this year. So we committed about 314 last year, but our defense forced either, they're, are we made our opponents commit 449 turnovers. So that's a big, big s statement in saying that our defense was pretty legit last year. I mean, we were average. I mean, we were getting so many steals a game. We were forcing people to make bad decisions. I mean, we were playing very aggressive defense and I love aggressive defense. There is that fine line about playing aggressive defense that you don't want to play too aggressive because then you can get in foul trouble, which Unfortunately, some of our guys did in games last year, and it kind of made us have to readjust our whole game plan, and so that was a little bit tough for us. But I would definitely say that forcing 450 turnovers last year is definitely something to harp on. And, um, and kind of I hope that that message kind of gets across to these guys this year um, about playing good defense because... Lord knows we want good defense, and because um, good defense leads to better offense, and it's a cliche saying, but it's so 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 true. Um, so that's kind of where we stand as far as turnovers last year, and you know how our defense did such a good job of kind of making sure that we executed um, executed our our system to you know to perfection and so um, i was pretty pretty pleased about to kind of see that discrepancy about how we were able to do that um as far as rebounds i'm a big big advocate on uh, rebounding even though i stand at a a whopping five eight i mean i'm a tiny tiny man 
Um, but I'm a big, big advocate when it comes to rebounding, and I really I, I put a big emphasis on it because it could win you games. It could win you games, and it can lose you some games. Um, I think one of it was part of our big success last year and winning a lot of games. And in the eleven games, so we lost. So in we won about twenty-ish games. So twenty-ish games last year. Um, I'm blanking on the amount, the, the actual amount we won, but, um, it might've been like 24 or something like that. Um, but we lost the rebound battle 11 times, um, but only lost seven games in, in, so, which was in the, in that time, in those times that we lost the rebound battle. So if we look at the, if we look at the stats, there are still four games that even though we lost them rebound battle we still were able to um we were still able to come out with a victory and I know some of those some of those games you know maybe we were just hitting all of our shots so we didn't have to or, or other people were missing a lot of shots and you know people weren't getting offensive rebounds and all that all that stuff and so that obviously could be an advocate for that but as far as the seven games that we lost I mean losing seven of 11 games and losing the rebound battle is not it's not really horrible I just I would still if I were Keats I would still try to advocate that getting rebounds and you know limiting turnovers is probably your biggest advocate this year and making sure that you have success I mean we lost we lost to UVA um, last year even though we won the rebound battle against them which God knows I have no idea but but then we won the battle against Syracuse and lost at Syracuse by three. So that was kind of tough. And then we ended up losing the um, the rebound battle against UNC at home. But we all know that how that turned out. We all were celebrating and, you know, waving goodbye to all those Carolina fans. So that was pretty exciting. Um, so like I said before, you know, rebounding turnovers, they're big, big parts of the game that I think people need to understand that, you know, it, it should be without mention that they're important and they need to be something that is highly, highly uh, kind of practiced in and throughout practice and throughout the season, just making sure that we're, we're, we're doing our part. Um, we averaged, I'm looking at stats from last year, we averaged about, you know, which was pretty good. We averaged about 30, 36 rebounds a game, which is fantastic. Um, and, you know, limiting, you know, our opponents to 35 on average. So pretty close, pretty close rebound margin, but still good. I mean, we're, we're, it helped us win a lot of games in my opinion. Um, we finished last season at uh, 72% from the free throw line. Um, it's not horrible. I won't say it's horrible as a team, as a as a whole team. Anything above seventy percent, I think, as a team, is very very strong. Um, and I and that's I think what helped us win the games as well. I mean, free throws. People people already know free throws. They're they're the catalyst for helping teams win down the stretch. And so, um. My personal opinion, I would love to see that number increase a little bit this year. 
I don't know what that's going to look like, um, but we might get a lot more free throw opportunities if uh, people aren't settling for three pointers. So it should be exciting. I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to that. Um, let's see. What else, I mean, what else we got over here? I mean, you know, we have. I mean, so we have good players this year, and I I think we have a, a good strong team. We'll just kind of have to see where this season takes us. Uh, we play our next game is Monday, November sixth, and we're playing um, the Citadel. Um, I don't really have any expectations for that. Um, I'm looking at the spread; it shows that we're a twenty-point underdog. Yeah, just don't bet the game. Honestly, just do yourself a favor and don't do that. Uh, I I never. Well, I will probably never bet on NC State sports just because I don't want to get gray hair at a young age. Um, but, I mean, I think State should handle business. You know, we're playing at home, first game of the year. You know, we should we should, be, we should definitely be taking care of business against the Citadel. I'd be, I'd be shocked if we didn't. But, you know, I digress, and I'm just, I'm just hoping that, you know, our guys find, the, find their rhythm – I mean, it might take a little bit for them to find their rhythm at some point, but nonetheless, you know, I'm looking forward to this season and um, looking forward to kind of doing this throughout the season and uh, kind of filling you guys in on, you know, what I think about certain about certain games and, you know, kind of throughout the season. And I appreciate you guys kind of listening along and uh, kind of looking forward to the rest of the season as uh, as a Wolfpack fan and um, doing this podcast. And I, uh, I appreciate anybody, um, all you guys that listened uh, to this first episode. Um, there will be many more coming out uh, this season. And um, uh, with that being said, I hope uh, you guys have a, a wonderful rest of your week and uh, looking forward to uh, Monday's game against the Citadel. Go Pack, baby.